Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's a story from Cecilia St. King. It was on New Year's Day 2012 that I woke up around 1230 in the morning saying, you have got to go. You've got to go. And where I had to go was to the Positive Music Conference in Tampa, Florida. Positive music is a new genre, although I've been performing for many, many years. It's a new genre of music that I finally felt like I was connecting to my tribe. So I didn't know how I was going to go. I have been a professional musician for so many years, sort of like, is that an oxymoron? I'm not sure. <laughs> so I had like $500 to my name and I was living in New York at the time and I had to go to Florida. So I had to drive to Florida and get my gas money. I had to pay for hotels and I had to, I had to pay for the conference. But as has always been my way, I have this deep faith that if I, as long as I follow my dreams, that everything's going to work out in the long run. So I embarked, I left my home driving to Florida and I knew that I could do house concerts because that's what I have been doing for so many years. As I'm traveling, I'm doing house concerts. I went to Tampa, did this conference. It was fantastic. I met all kinds of wonderful people doing all kinds of positive music. I made some money selling some CDs. I went to my mother's home in Fort Lauderdale or Pompano. I did a house concert for her. I did another house concert in Fort Lauderdale. And so I had a little money in my pocket and I was on my way back to New York. Before I left my mom's home, I was rifling through her junk drawer and I found this little angel key ring. And I said to my mom, can I keep this key ring? It'll be my mascot for the way home. And she let me have it. And I decided to do Airbnb because it was less expensive than staying at a hotel. And I wanted to stop up in Gainesville to stop at the River Phoenix Center for Peace and Justice. And I made uh, arrangements with an Airbnb to stay at this woman's home. And she had asked me when I was making the reservations, do you want to stay Friday and Saturday? I'll give you a better deal. So I thought, well, what the heck? I'll, I'll stay an extra day in Gainesville and you know, headed to Gainesville. And on my way now, Gainesville from Fort Lauderdale or Pompano is four hour drive. And on my way there, the woman who I booked the Airbnb with calls me and says, well, I'm so sorry, you can stay here tonight, but you can't stay here Saturday night. I have a friend coming. And I'm like, what? Right, totally, right? I was like, what? I was like so upset. Now, when I got to Gainesville, you know, I had no time to even plan where I was gonna spend the next night. I met them for dinner, I had a lovely time. I went back to this woman's home. It was like 9, 9.30. And, you know, when you're driving like that, it really is exhausting. So I, I passed out as soon as I got home and I woke up in the middle of the night and I remembered couch surfing. <laughs> I dated this guy many years ago and he told me that he did this thing called couch surfing. Now, couch surfing is free. No money ever is exchanged. Now I can kind of confess that I thought at the time, oh, you're a cheap son of a gun. I'm never dating you. You stay on a couch. <laughs> Be careful how you judge people, right? <laughs> but I woke up in the middle of the night, remember, couch surfing. And so I get online and couch surfing is this network of people, millions of people all around the world who open their homes to visitors. 
So I quickly put up a profile. Now, most people have references. I had a website that kind of acknowledged my work as an inner peace troubadour, so they felt kind of safe. I put out five requests in the area to be able to stay with somebody. And one woman answered. And she answered like this. She was in St. Augustine. And she said, yeah, you can come and stay with me. She said, but I'm not going to be home. But the key is under the mat. I said, the key's under the mat. Like, wow, like, wow, that's trust. That's really trust. But then she said, I'm going to be at my friend's house. They're having a party for her son who just, who's going away to Afghanistan. Now being a peace troubadour, it kind of yanked at my heartstrings. She goes, if you want to come, you're more than welcome. So sure enough, I went there and I have to say, it was like, I really had to muster up all the courage I could to knock on that front door of people that were complete strangers to me. But they opened up the door and they greeted me so kindly. They handed me this fabulous cocktail and there was this huge spread of food. And I'm thinking, this couch surfing thing is pretty cool. Right? So, and then, of course, people were really curious about who I was and my work. And I started telling them about my work as a peace troubadour. And this one woman kept calling me Celeste. She called me Celeste five times. She called me Celeste so many times that someone in the room said, her name is Cecilia, get it right. It was a, just a lovely evening. They asked me about myself. They asked me if I would sing for them. I wound up doing this spontaneous concert. One woman gave me $200 because she was so impressed by the work that I do. She was like, here, I want to support your work. I sold a bunch of CDs and it was just like, wow, this was amazing. So now that evening, I go to this woman's home that I'm staying at the couch surfing house. And there's kind of a rule of thumb, you know, that rule of thumb where it goes, uh, guests are and fishes are the, like the same after three days, they kind of smell <laughs> So um, I said, well, this couch surfing thing is pretty cool. Let me go online and see if I can find another place to stay. So I, I look online. I have to go through Georgia. I get online. And the only person in Georgia who was on the couch surfing website was a woman named Celeste. So I think to myself, well, you think it's a sign? So I sent her a request. And sure enough, the woman replies. And she says, sure, you can come and stay at me. So I head on my way to Georgia. After, you know, several hours of traveling, GPS says, turn left. And it was a dirt road. Now I'm from New York. I'm thinking deliverance, right? I'm like kind of freaking, freaking out a little bit, you know? And so I turn left and I'm driving and I'm driving and I'm driving. But all of a sudden, this huge mansion opens up in front of me. It turns out that Celeste's father, when he retired, he wanted to be a gentleman farmer. And he bought all this property in Georgia and he built this farm and then he died. So Celeste was there to clean up his estate. Ironically, she was from the same town, like one town over from where I lived in New York. I was there for two days. She said, well, tomorrow I'm gonna be in town all day long. Just make yourself at home. And I'm thinking, make myself at home. Oh, by the way, I get to her home. She gives me her father's suite which is a four poster bed, beautiful jacuzzi tub, gorgeous home. I'm treated like a queen. I've never stayed at a couch all these years I've been couch surfing. And she says, I'm gonna be gone all day, but if you decide to go out, the key is in the doorway. 
she said, make yourself at home. So I made myself at home. I really couch surfed. I sat in her father's big leather chair, flipping through the TV. I sat in the jacuzzi. I was so happy. But around four o'clock, I'm thinking, you better go take a walk, get some exercise. I go to leave her house and I go to get the key ring. And as I pull out the key ring, it's the same exact angel key ring that my mother had given me when I left my mother's home. But this key, the key I had, had an any heart and the key on the key ring had an Audi heart that was painted red. Cecilia saying King with a, an out of the world story. It is completely out of this world. This is somebody who says that she is a peace troubadour and that she's involved with positive music. I frankly can't think of a more positive story. And it's one of the reasons that I thought it would be great to run it on Christmas because of the angel key ring, <laughs> the innie and the Audi heart. I mean, the images are just so strong. It makes you smile. Yes, the angels play a big part of the story. But where she's visiting her mother in, in, in uh, Pompano, and her mother lets her take that angel, and then the end of the story with the angel again, I just feel like it, it's a story where her mother's love and her mother's, uh, shall we say, nurturance and, and, and watching over her, as much as perhaps the angel, if you wanna, if you wanna go there too, was always with her. And so there is a kind of a symbol here in this story. I think the angel really symbolizes that love of her mother in Florida. And I just think that's charming. Cecilia seems to be taking a, a lot of chances, but everything turns out okay. This is one of those stories that gives you faith in human nature. We hear so much bad, right? And who would think that you could couch surf and not only have keys under the mat and have people take you to parties and people give you money and buy your CDs, but also to be in a lovely room and a lovely house and just Everything about this experience was was positive. So this is a positive person who just seems to be a magnet for positive experiences. And it is so nice hearing from Cecilia. I've known her as a folk singer for many years. And, you know, if you want to make a living as an artist, Karen, you've got to make a lot of sacrifices. And, and one of them, I find out, is couch surfing. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like such a sacrifice to me, the way she tells it, but I, I see your point. And this is something that is so lovely about this story is that this is a story that completely reflects who she is, not just her personality, her energy, her warmth, but also her job. This is a touring musician, and this is what one does, and this is what one gets back if she's really lucky. Well, you might not think that couch surfing is a sacrifice, Karen, but when you get a $200 tip and you could touch people on that level, it justifies the work she's doing. 
Oh, in every way possible. You know, she mentions at the beginning of the story that she has a deep faith that as long as she followed her dreams, everything would be okay. Whether you are a musician, whether you are in a position where you need to couch surf, whoever you are, that is a, such a comforting and important thing to feel. Thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. Do we have any storytelling events coming up? We do. The Story Central Adult Storytelling Series at the Boca Raton Public Library is back. It's the downtown branch on Saturday, January 14th at 4 p.m., And this may be many people's last chance to hear from a Holocaust survivor, 98-year-old Sam Ron. And we'd also like to get more stories from our listeners. How can they get in touch with you, Karen? Oh, send me an email at cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E at F-A-U dot E-D-U, and I'll send the instructions. Our website also has contact information as well as past stories at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.